Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Should actually include that on the beginning of the podcast. That was my That's what Sam was just doing a second ago. Rather than one, two, one, two, I was, but I was basically saying, because you've got to try and see if when, you know, you basically don't want to shout and then it go off the edge of the microphone thing. So it distorts with any luck. So I was, I was just doing that. I can't imagine I'm going to have a meltdown like that in the middle of this episode, but you never know. You never know. You never know. Maybe. See if it pushes you to the edge, my friend. It has before. Uh, Yeah. I forgot what I was going to say now. I was going to say something that was really important. Was it a review? Oh, actually, well, I'll I'll have to find that one. We did have, um, we had one a while ago, actually. But we've been doing other bits and pieces. Let me see if I can find it. While Ellie's finding Uh, that, I'll put a little plea there for anyone who, uh, if you haven't, please please do go leave us a review. Particularly, you know, if this has really helped you out and touched you, then it's great. It'd be really, really nice. It's a really, I think when people see the reviews in particular, they, they see how, um, and I know how invested you, like or everyone that listens to this podcast, and we know how invested you are. And it just, yeah, it's just a really, really lovely way to support the podcast that, that costs nothing. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we had um, a really lovely new, I think they were quite a new member to our group, a guy called James, James McSharry. Mm. Cool. And he left us a review and it it's five star and it's titled Love These Two. And it says, I'm pretty new to this uh, AF life. So at this point in time, it was 79 days and counting, which is pretty fucking awesome. Uh, these podcasts are really helpful to me when I go out walking. You're both funny and real. Thanks for the support. Isn't yeah. that lovely? That's a really nice one. That's uh, Yeah, that's cool. I really like that. Yeah, it's just, just short, sweet, to the point, and 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 has a lot of heart in there. Yeah, love it. Um, had I read the one out about? Oh, only one a show. What are you doing? A show. Breaking the rules. Whose show do you think this is? Breaking the law. Um. Yeah. Um. I can't. I think I've read this one out before, wow. but because it that's, involves that's... pickle. Let's let's just let's leave it short and sweet. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's riff on today's uh, topic. Today's topic. Today's topic is trust. Trust. Uh-huh. Trust. Trust. And oh, do we want to expand on that slightly and say self trust? Because I I wrote self trust down, but I think that might have been part of where we were going to go into. I think. All roads lead to the same place with this. That's what my gut's telling me. I feel like however we start, whether we're talking about trusting armadillos or trusting ourselves or trusting all boils down to the same thing, mate. Crunchy on the outside. Oh me. On the inside. Armadillo. You're a bloody freaking 
plant muncher person. You can't make jokes like that. No, but that what was that was dime bars, wasn't it? Crunchy on the outside. Anyway, in the middle. Uh, I keep forgetting. I'm having. I'm, this is going to be one of those episodes. I'm afraid because I keep forgetting what I'm about to say. Just like every other one. Mm, it's, yeah, I think last week's episode was okay. This shall week. I? Shall I start? If you like. Right, you've done the intro. It's quite. I was thinking it's quite good because people get me. If there is like an intro to the intro, they get me, don't they? Then they get you, and they get me. So it's quite balanced. So I always forget that people. I'm the one being like, and I'm the one who's talking for the musical intro. Intro, the the like the actual like you know intro that's on every single podcast as well. I got that one as well, didn't I? Mm, yeah, because so. you like being in control. It's <laughs> so hard to work with Sam. He's a nightmare. Yeah, tell me. Well, you're, you're probably not wrong. Right. Yeah, great question then. Trust. Well, it makes sense that maybe we should give some context um, to this because I think a lot of people who have had any experience in their life where they have continued to do something where they consciously don't want to do that thing. So that might be continuing to drink, even though they don't want to, continuing to smoke, continuing to use drugs, continuing to eat in a certain way, to behave in a certain way. Doesn't matter. Fill in the gap or a combination. I think people can feel like, well, they can start to say this thing, I can't be trusted or I can't trust myself, which is a is a is a belief and it limits us by that because it it effectively stop it, we see that as true and it becomes the kind of the veil and we don't see anything beyond that um and i think we've probably both worked with a lot of people who feel like they'd really love to know that they can trust themselves again um or that they've always been able to actually because this is kind of interesting to reflect on this as to like that that who are we trusting piece like you said but i think the first thing is you know what we had this question of like well what got in the way of us being able to kind of trust ourselves or listen for that voice of wisdom and stuff like that so anything else to say on on that eddie crow well i think you i'm uh, i'm very pleased with how you've opened it mr sam good job thanks mate good and... job i took control isn't it really <laughs> and, I, oh, and i also remembered what i was going to say ah, and you see i knew it, it it does come back i was going to say part of the reason for this episode was because we did a series about self. And I can't remember all the ones that we've recorded before. Oh, now. yeah, that's it. But there's a bunch of self episodes. And yeah. so you might want to go back if you've missed any of those and go back and pick them out because they did self-awareness and a, and a few things. Yeah. And there'll be more. To use your word, we'll pepper some more in, in different places. Yeah, we're going we're to pepper them about. So, uh, so that 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 that's the side. Uh, that's the thing that I forgot that I was trying to say earlier. And what I was just thinking about as you were talking was my experience of that not being able to trust yourself. What when I became alcohol free, what I realised was that I was totally disconnected from myself mm. totally mm. and quite a long time ago now annie grace interviewed me on her podcast and i described it on that podcast as over so many years the all of the things that we kind of let into our being 
conditioning, beliefs that aren't even ours, um, habitual patterns, um, influence of other people and so on. So what, how I described it on that podcast was it's like the volume of all of the other voices out there and all of the ambient noise was turned right up, turned up so much that it drowned out my inner voice, my inner knowing. And so it was there, but it was imperceptible. Like it's turned my, uh, my volume of my voice was turned right the way down. And this process of removing alcohol, this realization of being totally disconnected from self realized that I needed to move through this process of turning down the volume on other people, the ambient noise, not to their exclusion, but so that I could turn up the volume of my own voice and be able to hear my own guidance and my own wisdom. And funnily enough, I was reflecting, I think I was in on a long car ride on Sunday, and I was just reflecting on choices I've made in my life and things that I've done at points during that period of real disconnection. And I just thought, like, God, like, it, it's like a totally different person was operating then because it's so misaligned. Like, those things just, they never actually fit with who I am or who I was. And when we when we continue to act in that kind of a way that is incongruent, it feels fucking terrible. And so we then find ourselves in this cycle of, um, call it self-sabotage or whatever you want, but we we end up kind of undermining ourselves and then feeling bad about ourselves and then uh, kind of trying to fix it by, um, you know, whatever means makes sense to us. And then we're still misaligned or further misaligned. And so it goes on. And you just, you're trapped in this cycle. And I, I, I look back now and I think, God, like, how did I, how did I get through all of that? But how I got through was by drinking, right? Consciously and subconsciously. That's how I got like numbing it all because it felt terrible. It feels like it's the worst feeling ever to not be aligned with who and what you truly are. Yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a really interesting thing to talk about because on the one hand, it's like, yeah, a hundred percent, like it, it to be kind of for something, for it to have occurred to us that a thing, something that we're doing or whatever, it doesn't really, doesn't serve us. It's not, it's not the kind of thing that we want to do etc and for us to keep doing that that can be very painful and at the same time one of the thing i think that one of the things that innocently gets in the way of us actually shifting is when we and again it's very important to use this word because we just don't see it innocently don't see that there's so much more going on than what has consciously occurred to us or what's bubbling like because mm-hmm. at some level in the system everything you were up to and everything i was up to made per made 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 sense it made sense and that may be because i didn't know how to let certain emotions in or you know we didn't or for example we didn't think that we could cope with 
stuff. Mm. So, and I, and I think this really interesting thing happens when we actually realize when we, because the thing is, I was on a call the other day with a really, you know, um, with a really cool person who's in one of our, one of our groups that we're often in. And she realized just how much judgment she'd been putting on herself for all of the stuff that had happened in the past. Um, when actually, and that had just made sense to her for whatever reason. But the moment she started to see, actually, do you know what? That just made sense based on the understanding I had. Like, it doesn't make sense to judge myself for that now. Like, that's just kind of bringing a lot of pain and suffering into my life. Maybe I don't have to do that. And things looked really clear and really different. So, yeah, it's kind of like a a 100%. The experience of it is that it sucks. But one of the things that can innocently keep us locked, keep us locked in it, is the feeling I should know better. I should be doing better than this. Mm. And like we're 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 where we are. Like it used to make sense to me to do all sorts of wacky shit and and you know do all sorts of mad stuff and go out and party all the time and and basically my body was suffering from it and all this kind of stuff. And yet, and it had occurred to me <laughs> on a fucking daily basis that it probably wasn't the best idea. Um, but actually, I don't know, like, had I realized, had I had some insights into the safety of experience and that kind of stuff, had they come mm-hmm. earlier, things might've looked different. So it's all happening in its own time. So I think it's important for us to forgive ourselves for the ways that we may have been and realize that the, the self that we're trusting, it's not that we're trying to, that we have this concept of the self as like the, the, the kind of the person that the image of ourself that we have in our head, you know, the ego or the self-concept, all this kind of stuff. But that's not the, that you can trust that self to do some stuff like some intellectual shit. It's, it's good at that, but that's not who you really are. And the true wisdom that you're talking about, which communicates in many different ways, not just through, it can absolutely use everything in, you know, all the, all the language and all of that stuff, but it can also communicate in many other different ways. It can communicate in feelings. It can communicate in dreams. It can communicate in just the knowing it can communicate in all these infinite ways, like a vision of the future comes to us, all this kind of stuff. Um, that's what's always guiding us. That's what's always got our back. And just like we were saying in the, in the episode we recorded on patients recently, that it can be very hard to see it until we do but even something like the body putting us into burnout or even the body choosing to to drink in an addictive way or whatever it might be can be the best we we're always doing the best we can with the thinking that looks real to us and and that will change the moment our understanding changes like what what makes sense to us will shift so yeah i don't i think it's just important to to talk about that you know the question of what are you trusting who are you trusting it's like it's not the I don't trust Sam to do all that much, you know, like he's a bit shit at most stuff. I'd I'd much rather trust something much deeper than that, which is the intelligence behind life that, you know, all that stuff. But I, you know, for many of us, we may not have even known that that dimension is, is that there's a hidden dimension to life, but there, there absolutely is. And is absolutely true. And it will absolutely change your life. The more you start to look in that direction. Mm. And that that's why this sort of awakening with booze is is so wondrous and valuable because like at the time that I recorded that episode, I had a level of understanding, a view as to what had gone before and where I was and what was yeah. coming. And now it's um it, it's just interesting looking back on myself like, oh wow, um, it's like, oh, how cute. 
how cute that that's how you described it. And and now it's not that the essence of it's changed. The essence of it is, is the same, but the the um, the level of understanding that I have now and the the things that have happened, the insights I've had, the teachings I've been um, privy to, it's um, it, it's just quite astounding how much we can't see <laughs> how fucking vast it all is and so alongside being compassionate for yourself and with your own struggle i would sit alongside that like being um being patient hence the episode on patience that we recorded so if you haven't tuned into that please do and having like remaining open having this openness this receptivity this willingness to approach things with a beginner's mind infinitely because as soon as we're kind of telling ourselves that we already know something then that that being the ego um that egoic part of us then you're closing yourself off to stuff yeah, that's it. I mean, what the thinker thinks, the prover proves. And if we have a story about how something works, we'll just look for evidence for that everywhere. And mm. that's why an, an insight is what we need to burn that off. And, you know, if anyone's trying to kind of, so I think what a lot of people maybe try and do is they try and sort of, um, oh, there's a word and it's not coming to me. Uh, oh, bugger. I can't remember what it is. It's just not coming to me. It's basically, so a lot of people try and sort of, dive into their into the past which isn't a place so it's all created in thought so there's all these judgments and assessments of stuff that happened and they try and they think that in all the route back to being able to trust themselves is to kind of like go in there and sort of i don't know figure it all out and re- figure out why it all happened and all that kind of shit and they can get really mm-hmm. lost in there and maybe open it up week after week after week open that the, those wounds again and again and again and again and actually innocently just not know that there's like a there's an innate health in every single one of us that never went anywhere no matter how fucked up we were and no matter how much fucked up shit we did yeah that never changed and it never will because it's not in form like in, it's not like your personality it is a formless spiritual pure consciousness like who you really are that doesn't go anywhere can't go anywhere can't be touched and that's where we it's it's not even like it, it like transcends the idea of kind of like trust in the sense that we might trust someone like that will never leave you like it, it doesn't you it's it is a spiritual fact that that it is there and that it's guiding you um and it's and so you that game that many of us are playing where we're trying to like forgive ourselves for all of the stuff that we did and all that it's like like sid, sid banks used to say he said in the missing link um you know, we don't forgive an act, we forgive a person. So the things, there may be a whole bunch of things that you did that you're trying to sort of like, oh man, what's that bloody word? Try and figure out how to like forgive or let go of or whatever. When actually that's not it. You just have to see, you know, you're just, you're just someone who's on a journey and and that stuff was just what made sense to you. And you can forget it in an instant. You know, you can forgive yourself in an instant. You don't have to try and make, you know, figure out all those things you did and make sure you're never going to like, no, you're not it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. So let that go, let that go. And then you'll find that. 
you know, a lot of the stuff that you've been doing in your mind to try and get yourself to a point where you trust yourself again, like you, you don't need to do that. It never went anywhere. Mm. You've always been able to trust who you really are. Mm. You've just been trusting. You've just been innocently looking in the wrong direction. Yeah. You just reminded me of, I was listening to, oh, oh good friend. Let's see if we can get this guy on the podcast. I was listening to Michael Singer talking yeah, and I can't remember where it was. I think it might have been a podcast um, conversation that he was in. In one of my small groups, I think one of the ladies in there had shared it and, you know, talk about like it being the thing that you needed to hear at a particular time. And there was a, there was a snippet in there that just, it kind of slapped me around the chops at the time. And it was what I needed to hear. And he was saying that everyone, he was talking about shame mm. and, uh, you know, how how difficult that can be. And he said, the thing to consider is that everyone has the right to learn. And I thought that was a really beautiful thing to say. Everyone, everyone has the right to learn. Because it just kind of breaks through all of that. Like, as you say, you know, you can you can tie yourself in knots with judgment and get caught up in the shame, blame game and feeling guilty. And it, it can feel productive to the ordinary mind, but it's not. Like, it's not going to get you anywhere. You're just going to spin your wheels. Yeah. But yeah. to be able to see and appreciate and validate your own humanness. And that that's why I love that, what, what he said there, everyone has the right to learn, because it just burns through it all. Mm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's beautiful. I love that. And the thing is, we're not feeling what we, you know, it really feels to us that when we get caught up in that stuff in our head, that we're feeling that thing we did, or that we're feeling that thing that happened to us, or that, but you can't visit the past. It doesn't work like that. It isn't a place. You're feeling thought in the moment. Mm. So a lot of the ideas where of, of sort of like, well, let's go back into that and dig it, dig about. It's like, you don't have to, you can wake up to that in a set in, a, in an, in an instant. You don't have to do that because you're not actually feeling that stuff that happened. It happened. Sure. But you're feeling your story about it now in the moment. You don't like you're, you're trying to mine for something that isn't real. Like there's no gold there. There's this. It's not. It's it's empty. It's like a convincing trick, like you said. And the the moment of realization where we get to take all that stuff off and come into the moment. And you know what Sid said. You know to forgive is to forget. And what he meant by that was it's to accept. Like I think Oprah has like a different way of putting it. It's like to forgive is just to acknowledge that the past isn't real. The past is not a place. The moment you acknowledge that you've, it's gone, you've forgiven it. You, you know, and, and you don't, you don't have to go there anymore because it isn't a place. Um, mm. And then suddenly you'll notice that there's so much w wisdom there waiting to be tuned into and going. And like, yeah. So, I mean, so much here, mate. I love these two episodes, actually. I feel like they're so like two sides of the, same coin the kind of patience and the trust and even the self-judgment and the self-esteem like all this stuff that we're kind of talking about they're all they're all kind of like the same thing with a different mask because mm. ultimately all we're trying to do is get back to 
who we really are to get back to the us that is before this world, the us that is before form, the us, the spiritual us, the real us, the only us that actually exists. So whatever, I don't know how, if it was this podcast or the last one, mate, however we started it, but I said all roots lead to the same place. Like, looks true. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And and, and as you're talking, I'm thinking there's going to be a bunch of people that listen to this going, right, yeah, but just tell me how I do it then. Just tell me how I do it because we kind of have that um uh and i think we talked about this i think in the patients episode about the did we talk about it in there about who's who's doing the doing i think it was that episode mm. and so if you haven't please do listen to it because we we're talking about effectively how you can achieve more by doing less and who doesn't want that in their life um mm. so your accompaniment for the journey and whenever you get into any kind of thoughts around well do you, how, how do i do it then what's the tool um the only thing that you need along with you is ease and relaxation <laughs> which is lovely because it's it, it's not a um it's not a, a process of going and collecting stuff that you're missing to be able to get to a certain place it's more over the the shedding of all of the stuff that's in the way i think yeah and i think it's like a that question well how do i do it how do i do it that's not that's the intellect throwing a bunch of stuff out the the, the thing is once it lands if if you were listening to the patient's episode or this episode me and ellie can't give you know we can't give anyone an, an insight but someone may very well have one while they're listening they may suddenly see something as true from within them and then it won't occur in that moment, you won't be asking, how do I do that then? Like the world will just look different. You'll get this feeling of like, oh, that's true. But it will just be like a, an embodied sense of that's true. I know that's true. And that's, you know, and, 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 and like, I don't know, it t- it's taken me so long to to see some stuff really see it that i thought i knew and i'm going to keep seeing it more and more deeply and i think you know trust in that part of it that there's this kind of there's there's very much the part of the brain that thinks it knows what it knows what's going on and it's making up a story about it but actually what's going underneath it the soul's journey or that is just like it's just playing out anyway and then we're just making up a bunch of stuff on top mm-hmm. And the more we can kind of just relax our grip on the idea that we actually know what's going on, the funny thing is things will clear up more. We'll actually have more of a, more guidance. We'll feel more in alignment, not less. Like there's, um, yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah. The thing that's ultimately wonderful about it all, and I think, I, again, it, it'd be interesting for me to go back and listen to how I expressed it in that episode with Annie, but I was effectively saying that the only two things that you have in this life are the present moment and your true self. Mm-hmm. And what I was expressing at the time was that when you when you realize that for yourself, when you realize that 
you know, as my teacher says, everybody, every every person in your life is going to leave you or die. Like transient nature of life, like all of that is 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 going to go at some point. But you have this one constant, the only the only steady permanent thing in your life is your true self, and it's there, always has been, always will be, beyond being in a skin suit. Beyond time, space, and matter, exactly. Like how how amazing is that? Because yes, in this body with a nervous system, you're going to feel emotions and you're going to get caught up in circumstantial stuff. But you always have this refuge to return to that doesn't go anywhere. You don't need to go looking out there for anything to be okay. You are always okay irrespective of what's going on out there you are always okay and you can always find that place and like how how wonderful is it to know that in a world where everything else is impermanent and will dissipate will disappear at some point well i love that and i think something that's very important is the the knowing of it being true and the feeling of it being true are different so knowing it's true realizing that as a spiritual fact for yourself doesn't mean that you're not going to have times where you feel lost or where it feels like it's not true. Like they're, they're, they're different things. Like feelings and thought are in flow with mm. thought. They're not, they're not like we can, but knowing it, knowing it is a very, is a very, very powerful thing. Is like a deep insight? That's what most people are looking for. So many people are, are kind of connecting a feeling of always like the constant feeling of being connected and all that kind of stuff. They they're just trying to create a life where that's the case. But what most of us actually want is the known truth of it. That's, that's the understanding piece, right? Because the other piece will flow and ebb and flow a lot. Like it will change a lot of the time. And so that knowing will, will make a, a big, big difference. And as you say, mate, it's, it's very powerful because we look for security in the world of form, which is an unwinnable game because everything in the world of form comes and goes. Nothing's permanent. So by its nature, we either know that consciously or unconsciously. So we don't, we might feel secure for a moment, but that's not the same as knowing that you're secure. Knowing that you're secure comes from a spiritual insight because as you say, the only thing that's constant is the formless side of life, the spiritual side of life, who you really are. So that's the only place where you're going to find a true feeling of security that's everlasting. So I don't know quite how we got to that as a as a as a place to leave it, but it feels like a nice place to potentially leave it. It does. Just one word that I want people to take away with you is I saw this on a meme years ago, and I thought, yeah, it'd be nice to feel like that. And the word was unfuckwithable. <laughs> And that's what you are. You're unfuckwithable. And um, so when our merch appears, and it will appear in the world of form at some point. Yeah, still in the form. There may be a T-shirt with unfuckwithable on. Yeah, it's a good shirt. You're part I'm of feeling, the, I'm feeling, the crew. I'm mm. feeling that might sell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Love it, mate. Two really cool podcasts that sort of really do go hand in hand. So I've got a feeling that they'll be released hand in hand. Yeah. Don't miss the other one because it was really good. <laughs> That's a review. It was really good. <laughs> See if somebody can call it a better review than that. 
I love this podcast. And, and if you look behind me, the beagles fucking loved it. There you go. Put them to sleep. I do that with animals and people. Just knock them out. As long as that's all you do with animals and people. Right. On that bombshell. See you all soon, team. Bye. Happy bye. Oh, I nearly just turned off the whole meeting. <laughs>